We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And Miami again. They came in hungry, having lost six in a row. That will end tonight. Noel banks it home. Uh, if that will do it, the Heat can just dribble it out as they sweep the season series three straight games the first two were close this one not in the second half as the heat dominating Knicks did make a run in the fourth to cut it to eight but it's Miami with a victory and Tom Thibodeau's team sees their winning streak come to an end I hate this fucking Miami team Ugh. fuck the heat man I fucking hate this team. I've hated this fucking team for 25 fucking years. I hate this fucking team. Anyway, um, it feels like one of the more frustrating losses of the season for, for the Knicks. Let me just say this before, before I talk about this game. <laughs> thank you, Jeremy. Uh, shout out to Jeremy Anderson in the Super Chat. Um, I don't even know what he fucking said now. I don't really care. Um, I need to get my stress silly party for this one. My my daughter's silly party serves as a stress ball. Um, let me say this. You know, the Knicks played like terribly tonight. Um, I I I know they were giving credit to the Heat defense. I just think the Knicks played a bad game. Um, you know, they were, and and I'm almost upset that they made those those threes at the end because it um, it distilled just how poorly the Knicks were from three tonight. They ended up shooting 10 of 36 for a scintillating percentage of 27.8. Really, though, it was more like seven for, I think, uh, 32 they were at one point. So this was a legitimate, like, 22% from three. They were – what were they from the line? 60% from the line. 
you're not going to win a game where you hit twenty under about 25% of your threes and 60% of your, your free throws, uh, not to mention 41% overall. Um, look, they fought hard on defense. I, I did not come away terribly impressed with this. With this Heat team, I mean, Butler's a Butler's a top ten player. Bam Adebayo is a top top twenty player. Um, the rest of this team is is not that good, and uh, I did not come away impressed. I thought the Knicks lost this game. I did not think that the Heat beat the Knicks in this game. I did think, however, that you know the offensive rebounding for the Heat was so frustrating because I I thought in a lot, and not that the the Heat are the in some ways, the Heat are not the most difficult team to defend because they have limited shot creation um, in terms of, like, they're the only other team outside of the Knicks that doesn't have a perimeter creator that can also be a really good deep threat. The closest thing they have to Harrow and Harrow is Harrow, and Harrow hasn't been that good. You know, they have Butler who can get to the hoop, but he's not a threat from outside. They have guys who are threats from outside, but they can't really get to the hoop, again, other than so in that sense, they're not a they're not a tough team to guard, but they're an incredibly tough team to guard in that they're so well coached, um, and that they do so much on offense. And I thought, from that perspective, in terms of the Knicks defenders staying with the Miami offensive players and really just you know gritting their teeth and and um, you know sticking with it the whole game, I'll give the Knicks credit for that. They absolutely stunk up the joint in every other aspect of the game offensively. Um, but defensively, I thought they should be proud of their effort. Um, Stevens, uh, Guillaume, uh, the team doesn't run, which is why we struggled to score. Yeah, that hurts. Uh, the Heat love to trap and pick and roll and playing the zone and our wing heavy transition was necessary. I think there was one other answer to the Heat zone, and I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, but I want to save that. Um, I'll say this. This is this is a, and actually let me get one more one more super chat comment. We're already off and running in the super chat. Sean Hardy, Knicks fan since 1992. I hate no team in the NBA more than the Miami Heat. Man, Sean, you just put this on a tee for me because here's what I'm going to say. Um, you guys know me. You guys know. Uh, is it safe to say I'm a fairly a fairly passionate fan? Um, since the 2000. Since the 2000-2001 the season, to me, I haven't felt any rivalry for the Knicks. To me, the last great rivalry they had, both of the, the Heat rivalry and the Pacers rivalry, both of those died in the 99-2000 um, season. We played both those teams in the playoffs. We beat the Heat, lost to the Pacers. You know, the next season they they lost to the Raptors in the first round of the playoffs, and then you know the last twenty years have been what they've been. I haven't felt like, yeah, the Nets. What I don't give a shit about the Nets. Like the Pacers, we faced them in the first in the second round of the playoffs um, in in two thousand thirteen. They faced the the Celtics a couple times in the playoffs. I didn't feel those rivalries. Those weren't rivalries. Tonight, for the first time, I told my wife, and she's like, "That can't be real." I said, "I swear to God, it is real." This is the first time I've felt a rivalry in 21 years. I hate this fucking team. The Heat. The Heat can just go fuck all the way off. Um, it is in my bones. It came, it's been dormant for 21 years. Even when LeBron was there, it's like 
wasn't a rivalry because they had LeBron and, and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and we had whoever we had. That wasn't a rivalry. That that hatred wasn't there. I wanted this fucking game tonight. I wanted this game tonight, and it is seething my soul that they lost simply because they weren't good enough to win. And he had the best guy, and Jimmy Butler was good. Um, and they made more shots, and they made more plays, and we didn't make as many plays. And that sucks. And it always sucks. It really sucks against this team. So I just wanted to say that. Um, to start out, uh, WG in the super chat, we need another backup big, uh, the tide changes when Noel leaves the floor defensively. Also time for Burks in the starting lineup. We need the shooting. Uh, I'm going to talk about the lineups in terms of the backup big. Um, I mean, look, you're not going to get me to say anything bad about Taj Gibson on this, on this, on this channel, on this pod, on this live stream, whatever. I think Taj comes in and, and does yeoman's work. He does. He's really good at certain things. Um, you know, if you're going to be like a contending team, you're, you're probably not playing Taj Gibson a lot, uh, you know, at many minutes at all. And uh, do they need another backup big? Yeah, I'm not sure that that backup big is going to play over Taj. That's the thing. Are they going to go sign Norvell Pell, who I like? Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, uh, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll get to the lineup stuff in a bit. Tim Kim, uh, it feels like this was the game Randall should have been the one running pick and roll with Derrick Rose. Feels like he relies on his jumper too much. We also need cornrows back. Yeah, I miss cornrows, uh, Randall. I mean, look, I'm not. I'm never gonna. Re- I mean, Randall has to have a horrendous game for me to put the blame on him this season. And he was seven for seventeen. Um, uh, he was the certainly the offensive player of the game. Ended up with twenty two points, um, five turnovers to three assists. Look, was it one of his better games? Absolutely not. It was probably one of his 10 or 15 worst games, if we're being honest. But was he was arguably the best Knicks offensive player tonight, um, although there was someone else I would have loved to see on the floor a little bit more. But, again, I'm going to save that for a minute. Uh, Michael Aaron, shout out, my man. What's going on? Uh, not saying Lowell cost us the game, but we had to cut to six without that offensive interference, and we had the momentum until that point. Um, Michael, I love you, but I'm going to push back on this. I actually thought Nerlens Noel was the player of the game for the Knicks. Um, I thought he was the only Nick that had a good first half. Um, I thought his defense, as as much as the backups in general came and sparked some life into the team with, and again, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll get to Peyton and the starting lineup in general. Um, as much as the, the the bench as a collective breathed breathed life into them, I thought Noel's defense in the first half of that game was really big, and I thought he had some nice defensive moments in the second half. The basket interference kills you. It kills you. And Noel, God bless him, he's not a skilled offensive player. Um, you know, he missed a little shot there at the end. and You know, he ends up with four points. Uh, but four blocks, two steals, came down with 11 big rebounds. And rebounds are not easy to come by against the C team. That is one thing they do very well. Um, they sound fundamentally, all of those things. So um, I actually – I'll give Noel a shout-out. But, but that's – honestly, that's where you miss Mitch. That's where you miss Mitch, um, and, and we'll we'll mention Mitch before we get out of here. Bad eyesight uh, in the super chat. Thank you. Against some teams, um, it is just tough to play Elf and make the playoffs. We better learn how to figure out the zone because we're going to see it a lot. And uh, bad eyesight has another comment. Uh, he absolutely, or uh, uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about. He was absolutely, he absolutely was, no doubt. 
that play just killed us. Noel's been great for us. Yes, I, I would very much like to re-sign Noel. Uh, Forgotten NYC, I'm going to hit all the Super Chat stuff, and then I'm going to talk about how they could have busted the zone. Uh, Forgotten NYC, the Heat have owned us all year, and we are fresh, and they are fresh off a finals appearance. The Knicks had nothing going on with that stifling zone defense. I'm not mad at this loss. I'm not <laughs> – I'm not mad at the way they lost because they just didn't hit shots. It's like they, they they came out, they played their, you know, what we've come to equate to Knicks basketball this year. And they just, you know, they missed some shots. Rose had a couple of gimmies he missed. They were, again, they were what they were from three. Um, I don't think there's anything different they could have done to win this game with the personnel that they had. It's just, it's frustrating to lose to this team because I really do hate them. Um, and Boston Nick, um, <laughs> this drink is on me, old friend. Well, cheers to you. But a few feel-good moments for Obi. Yes, I'm going to talk about Obi. Noel quickly and Rose tonight. After high has time, we uh, frizzled out. Celtics lose and Pacers lost at least, so that's good. Um, here's what I would have liked to see. Um, you know me with Tibbs. I am. I, I'm going to. I'm going to actually create a sign that that says Tom Thibodeau for Coach of the Year. I'm going to put it. Well, I'm not going to take down my my pipe. Uh, picture because that's my favorite thing ever but maybe i'll put it over the doorway tom Thibodeau for coach of the year um i love tom Thibodeau, and I, i'm i've i've come on here and i've gotten angry at people for criticizing tom Thibodeau. um tonight with the zone i did not think it was defensible that he played emmanuel quickly only uh 17 minutes i thought quickly should have played i i, I get it i know quickly had some iffy moments there in the second half um, he's a rookie. He's going to have them, but I just, I thought you needed to figure out a way to get quickly in the game. And now the thing that I'm going to say is probably going to get people upset at me, but this is the, and I, I don't, I don't say this definitively. I, I just raise it as a question. Was this a game where you should have gone quickly instead of RJ down the stretch? RJ, it feels like these matchups with the heat are in his head a little bit right now. Um, this is easily the worst game that, that RJ has played in, I don't know, a month, close to a month. Uh, he was 4 of 12 tonight. He was 0 of 4 from, from deep. Um, he had four assists, two turnovers. Um, only ended up with eight points. I, To me, I would have been interested to see how that game would have been down the stretch if it was uh, Burks, Quickly, Randall, Rose, and Noel. Um, again, would they have won the game? Probably not. Um, is it good for RJ to get these reps? Absolutely. I think it is, but he didn't really make any plays down the stretch. Cause I just, I didn't think he had it going. Um, so just the thought I had, you know, we have to develop quickly too. So just, just again, it's a thought. Um, a couple other comments in the super chat here. Uh, here we go. No, hold on. All the way. All right. Here, uh, uh, here we go. Zach Munger. The fact that Jimmy was taunting us the whole game was the icing on the cake. Yes. I hear you on the rivalry. I felt it too. I miss Mitch. Yeah, I, I really miss Mitch. Um, I'll save my thoughts on Mitch to the end because I'll, I'll talk about the game first. Did I finish The Wire yet? Yes, David Futternick. I watched the whole – all five seasons today. No, I, I watched the first episode. I loved it. Uh, I can't wait to. I'm. I may. I'm. I'm gonna try to bang out this newsletter pretty quick. Maybe I'll watch another episode before I go to sleep. Um, yeah. I mean, listen. Some matchups are not great for for RJ. The Heat 
play a brand of defense where if RJ's shot isn't falling from outside, it's a really tough matchup for him. And tonight, his uh, his 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 shot, you know, wasn't really falling. Um, but at the same time, he's been so good. So I'm, I'm not mad at RJ. I'm not down on RJ or anything like that. I just, tonight he didn't have it. He's a 20-year-old. There's going to be nights when you don't have it when you're 20 years old. Um, so, hey, Julito, what's going on, my man? We have a wire, a star of the wire in the house. Um, so uh, thank you for joining us. I'm, I can't wait to get to season four when Julito's in it. Um, anyway, somebody, people, uh, keep saying, Peter, delete your, your comment. I don't know what, what Peter said, but it must not have been very good. Um, okay. Let's, let's get back to it. Um, Jonas Plout. Um, we need one more consistent scorer to win these games consistently against these types of teams. Um, tonight, again, it's tonight was, was evidence of the fact that like, when a team plays good defense and the Heat played play good defense and the Knicks don't have that perimeter guy who could get his shot off the dribble and make plays when he puts the ball on the floor, it hurts you. And, you know, but I'm not saying anything new here. We, we know the Knicks need that guy. Um, so um, hopefully they, they find a way to get him. Um, other guys I want to talk about, you know, RG, Reggie Bullock was off tonight. Um, I'll, I'll save Peyton for a minute from now. Let's talk about Obi. Um, I thought Obi played some nice minutes. He only, he only finished one for four. He missed another three, which, or another two threes, another two threes. Um, he looked like an NBA player for several possessions. So if you're, if you're in the mold of like, I am ready to just look for literally any bright spots with Obi Toppin. We got a few bright spots with Obi Toppin tonight, and I was happy to see them. I'm happy for him. Um, I have not given up on him by any stretch of the imagination. I'm happy that they're they're still playing him. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Jonas. Uh, it's because of Rose. I think Rose being out there helps a lot. I think I think Rose being out there helps a lot. I don't think it's all Rose, but I think it's a big a lot to do with it. And um, you know, we'll see what happens from here. Um, uh, Richard, uh, born, uh, Vanek asks, where do we rate in the league in free throw shooting? I'll look that up. Um, I'll look that up right now. Um, Don Cappuccini, my takeaway from Noel, um, bang ups tonight is let's hurry the hell up and add a bigger two before Gibson has to start with 40 minutes per game. No, but seriously, no, I hear you. They're going to add a big man. Uh, we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I would I would be actually surprised if we did not hear an announcement within the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, Mark Berman has reported uh, Norvell Pell as a name. Um, I have also heard Norvell Pell as a name. He was very good with the Sixers last year. He had cups of coffee this season with, I believe, Brooklyn and uh, one other team who's escaping me at the moment. Um, but uh, he's an older player, made his debut last year as a 26-year-old. Uh, but he could block shots. He, he's actually kind of Nerlens Noel-esque. So look out for him. He's good. I, I like him. They're, they're going to add a big. They're going to add a big man at some point along the way here. Um, Hannibal Miles. Thank you for your contribution to the Super Chat, uh, Hannibal. Julius seemed to figure out the zone slightly towards the end. He tried to get Burks involved in the fourth, but Point Randall has to start in the first. Yeah, they were like starting to figure some things out. Um, but again, and actually, no, not again. Now I'm going to get to the point that I've been waiting all, all live stream to make. So Alfred Payton played 19 minutes and 19 seconds tonight. He actually didn't have one of his worst stat lines of the year. He was two for four. Um, missed both three pointers. Thanks for thanks for contributing. But he uh, he scored more points than field goal attempts, which, as, as we know, for for Alfred Baden, who has the world's lowest bar, you know, he, he cleared that. So so shout out to him there. Um, I just it's really it's really tough for me to watch these these games at this point with Alfred in there and not think that they can be better without him and um, start Rose quickly, Burks, Frank, Obi, um, you know, I guess Gibson now off the bench. I get what, I get what uh, Peyton does. He makes the occasional splash play on defense. He had a nice, you know, he tied up, uh, I think it was Dragic tonight on a drive. He had another, I think, moment on defense. It was decent. He'll have some nice moments on drives. He's not all terrible. He's not always terrible, and he's not all terrible. But they just are an offense that's stuck in mud when he plays. And I'm not saying it's his fault. Um it's thank you, Kevin McEwen. The whole game shifted with Elf in during the third quarter. They just, there's something like it's, there's just something missing. And I, 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 I know why Tibbs has him out there. It's a, like a warm blanket. It's a warm blanket. Um, but it's a stinky blanket. The blanket needs to go in the wash or, Actually, you know what the hey, I'm going to quote my mom. My I I I have a tendency to keep old uh underwear and like socks even when they have many uh TMI, even when they have many like holes in them and they're like way past and I just uh, I'm like I don't throw anything out. So I'm like, "No, they're still good. They're still functional. I could still wear them. Nobody sees the holes cuz I'm wearing pants over them." And then my my mom will come over occasionally to help out around the house. And then I'll like, and I'll see I'm missing underwear. And I'm like, what did you do with my underwear? She's like, I threw out your fucking underwear because they have holes in them. And Tom Thibodeau needs to throw out the underwear. He just needs to throw out the underwear. It doesn't matter that they're still useful. It's technically, it's just it's for the best for everybody involved that we get new underwear. Um, 
Wouldn't be a post-game live stream without a Macri overshare. Thank you, Andrew. Um, thank you, Harry Donut, for the contribution to the Super Chat. Look, I, I don't know what else to compare Alfred Baden to. Um, it's just it's unfortunate because um, I, I don't think he's helping the team right now. But what are you going to do? Um, I think that's it that I want to say about this game. It was just really frustrating. I'm still frustrated, but I don't know. What, what can you do? Um, your boy Benz. Love that name. It just it rolls right off the tongue. I would like to see more small ball during the third quarter of death. <laughs> Sprinkle a little RJ at the at the four for the zones. Yeah, I think just Tibbs is afraid to go without a true center. I think here's the thing. I I love Julius Randle. I want Julius Randle to, to retire a Nick. Um if he was just a little bit more of a deterrent at the rim. I would be like, yes, give me 10 minutes of Julius Randle's small ball five every game. He just, and you saw it, um, there was a switch in the fourth quarter, and Randle was the last line of defense, and I forget who drove. They drove left, and, you know, Randle did what he could. He jumped, he put his hands up, it was a good contest, and the guy, whoever it was, just hit off the backboard, and he made the shot, and that's what you're going to get with Randle. He's just... You know, he's not a guy that's going to give you any kind of de- de- deterrence if he's a small ball five. Um, so that said, I love the idea of small ball because offensively, I don't think you're going to be able to guard this team if they play small ball. So I, I don't know. Um, uh, Andrew Claudio with the, uh, with the with the save here. Before tonight, they were 20th at free throw shooting, the Knicks. Um, so they will be lower than that after tonight. Uh, has Damian Jones name come up as a backup center question from Jason M. Um, I haven't heard it in conjunction with the Knicks, but he's a guy, there's a lot of guys, you know, we'll see what they want to do. Um, Jonas Plout, when Alfred starts, uh, the team starts so slowly, um, that it feels like we're down by 10 to start each half, even if we aren't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not saying anything new. Um, do, do, do. ML Nairn. Bullock has been shaky the last two weeks. His shot seemed flatter than it has been, and he's and he's not in the offense. Peyton is just a waste. Yeah. Um, you know, Bullock's been up and down. He, here's the thing, and I've said it before, and I'm I'm still on Bullock Island, but unlike most starting shooting guards, but like most starting shooting guards, if all you do is is shoot from the outside from three, which is essentially all Bullock does, he's great on defense. I'm talking about just on offense. If all you do is just hit spot up threes, it's tough when you're not quite as consistent as 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 Bullock needs to be. Um, because when the shot goes away, there's really no other way on offense that he's going to help your team. He's not going to get to the rim. He's not going to make plays for you. Um, so again, that's one of the areas they're lacking, but I'm, I'm not going to put tonight on bullet. Um, Michael Aaron. Thank you again, man. Um, th- seriously thoughts on clearing the two roster spots. Do you think they're prepping those spots for free agents or maybe for draft prospects? They really like, I know it's too early for this kind of speculation. So a little bit of, um, NBA, um, not cap one one, but like how, how rosters work. Um, so the Knicks, Open roster spots now um, have to be filled this season. 
before the new league year. So they can sign players with those open roster spots to contracts that run out this season. So they could, for instance, they could sign Norvell Pell tomorrow to a 10-day contract. They could sign Norvell Pell tomorrow to a contract that lasts the rest of the year. Or if they want, they could sign someone tomorrow for a contract that lasts several years. They have that option with those open roster spots. But once we hit the new league year, which will be approximately August 1st uh, this this year, um, it's like a do-over. And so, you know, you'll get um, cap holds on the players on your roster. But, like, they need to use those open roster spots now for someone that's going to help them now. The idea of keeping them to the offseason doesn't make any sense because if they want to have those roster spots in the offseason, they would just sign someone for the rest of the year and then relinquish um, the cap holds, you know, on, on those players. So hopefully that answers the question. Um, I think I would expect them to certainly – there's no reason for them not to sign someone to those roster spots um, unless unless they're looking to preserve as much money as they can for draft night, which is something to consider. But, again, if you're signing a guy to a, a minimum NBA contract, it's probably not going to impact what you're able to do on draft night. Um, Ash. What team would you be happy with the Knicks going against in a playoff series that's realistic? Happy with? I don't know. I'd be happy if they were in the 4-5 matchup against the fucking Hornets. Uh, I'd like that. Um, (laughs) Sorry if that's kind of a a cheap answer. Uh, Zach Munger, shout out to you, Zach. We all see the holes in the undies, Elf. Yes, we do. Sorry for that analogy. That was probably – that really was TMI. Anyway, I'm going to give it a couple more minutes um, because I just this, – this game took a lot out of me. And, uh, yeah, it sucked. And I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go attempt to write about it without cursing a lot. Um, your boy Ben's patiently waiting for that Kelly Olynyk buyout. How you doing? I love I, – I don't love Kelly Olynyk. I like Kelly Olynyk. Um, by the way, one note on the buyout market. Um, I noticed today that Jeff Teague cleared waivers. Um, so, uh, I, I forget, I think he signed with someone, but whatever he cleared waivers, he was only making two point something million dollars this season. So, you know, for anybody who was like, ah, the Knicks should have got Jeff Teague, they could have, you know, put in a waiver claim and they could have gotten Jeff Teague. Uh, they had no interest in doing so. And I'm not upset because Jeff Teague has been very bad. Um, what, oh, the bucks, uh, thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. So the bucks got Austin rivers and Jeff Teague. Very interesting stuff. Um, we'll, we'll see how that works out for them. I hope for their sake, neither of those guys play a lot of minutes in the playoffs. Um, Jonas Plout, always always with the good, the interesting questions. If you could go back to last offseason and make any two moves, what are they? Jeez, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, I am going to answer that question, uh, but I'm going to – Man, I'm going to think about that one for a minute, but I'm going to answer it before I get out of here because that's a damn good question. I don't know that there are any obvious ones. I'll say that. I don't think that there's any obvious moves that they could have made. Um, and, I, and, and I will answer the question by saying that – well, no, I can't even say – I was going to say to assume that the Knicks could have gotten anybody on the contract that they're under with their with the team they ended up signing with, but I can't do that 
because I know the Knicks were willing to give Fred Van Fleet the contract that he got from the Raptors, and he just wanted to go to the Raptors instead. So, But let me think about that for a second. I'll answer it. Um, some other – Andrew. Andrew with the right answer, CP3. Would I have wanted CP3? I mean, obviously I want CP3. CP3 is great. Here's the thing about adding Chris Paul to this team. If you add Chris Paul to this team, I don't think we get this season from Randall. I don't think we get point Randall at all. I don't think we get all-star Randall. I don't think we get the quite the amount of ball handling that we've gotten from R.J. Barrett. And I'm not even – I'm not sure that they get everything they've gotten from Emmanuel quickly. Like, to me, the emergence of Randall, R.J., quickly – just those three. A um, little bit Burks, if you think Burks is going to be around for a while. I think all of those were have been out of necessity because they don't have a point guard like Chris Paul. So as much as I would – like, I think this, this team would be a solid four seed. They're still fighting at fourth, but like a solid four seed. If they had traded for Chris Paul – I, yeah, I'm going to say no. I'd rather have the first round pick. Um, and I don't know what young player we would have given up, but, you know, that's contrarian. Um, what else have we got? Uh, so Dirty Dancer says don't draft Obi. So that's the obvious answer, right? Don't draft Obi and instead draft, what do you want me to say? You want me to say Halliburton? You want me to say um, Devin Vassell? Devin Vassell hasn't been doing much. I mean, yeah, I guess I would say take Halliburton over Obi. Not saying that Obi's a bust. Not saying Obi's a bust. But um, I would I would say draft Halliburton. And I wouldn't have signed Hayward to, to the contract that, that he got. Um, I'm looking at the Cleveland Cavaliers and thinking, re- re-sign Damian Dotson. Um, Jeremy Grant is a four. So I wouldn't say sign Jeremy Grant. Um, Obi's not a bust. Come on, guys. Have faith. Have faith. I think hey, – here's the thing. I think they had a pretty good offseason. I think given everybody that was available, I think the Knicks had a pretty good offseason. So that's that's what I'll say. Um, yeah. Do I want to say this? There's a part of me that wonders if they should have kicked the tires on a Dennis Schroeder trade. I don't like Schroeder. And I don't want to pay Schroeder this summer. But I wonder. I wonder. That's all. I wonder. That's all I'm going to say. I wonder how we would have looked on this team. All right. Um, let me take one more question. And uh, don't resign Elf. Yeah. So addition by subtraction. Um did, oh, yeah, Schroeder did cost the first-round pick, so then forget about that. Yeah, whatever. I, 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 don't, I don't think they did anything that wrong. I think they had a, a pretty good offseason. Um, thoughts on Pablo? Pablo. Prigio, oh, Prigioni is an assistant coach for this team. Um, yeah, sure, but I think he's probably pretty happy where he is right now. Ah, Marco Jackson with the obvious answer, Christian Wood. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have given Christian Wood the Christian Wood the, the contract that he got. If it was available, I would have given that to him happily. Um, I think he's a small ball five. I'm not sure like how the Knicks how that would have worked because he wouldn't have started over Randall. 
and he wouldn't have started over Mitch. So would you be giving Christian Wood that contract to be a backup? It's interesting, but it's a value contract. It's one of the best, automatically one of the best contracts in the NBA. Um, but yeah. Hey, Bryn Forbes, Max Goddard with the Bryn Forbes love. Yeah, no, Bryn Forbes would help this team. That guy's a good shooter. Um, so a couple little margin moves, but hey, look at it this way. Um, we're sitting here talking about all these little things other than OB, which is the obvious one right now. We'll see how that works out. There's no obvious move that this team could have made that would appreciably raise their ceiling. So, you know, good job by the people running the team. Um, last thing I'm going to question, last question I'm going to take, AG Days 27. What would we have to give up for Cade Suggs? Uh, whoever ends up with the first pick or the second pick is not trading it. Um, and the only way I think a team that is in position to trade Jalen Suggs trades the pick is if Jalen Suggs um, goes to whatever that team is that, that is in position to draft him and essentially says, I'm not going to play for you. Um, trade me. And let's figure out a place where I want to go. And that team um, not calling his bluff and acquiescing to his demands. Um, and then the Knicks swoop in with uh, – what was the trade I thought of the other day? OB, uh, both of their first-round picks, a future first, and like Obi Toppin. Like that's what it would take to move up to the top five of this draft. So just so everybody knows, if you're having fantasies about trading up into the top five, that's what it's going to cost. And I still am not convinced that some team would do that because this is a, shaping up to be a special top four, top five. Um, yeah, I, why is Westbrook in the chat? I, I, I have no interest in, in Westbrook. Um, and I don't want Beasley either. I, 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 Beasley's legal troubles. I don't know about that. Okay. Um, that's it for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for listening um, and watching and um contributing to the super chat this was a painful one um fuck the heat fucking hate this team all right we'll uh we'll get him in two nights though and um don't forget to give a thumbs up don't forget to uh check us out after uh wednesday's game uh podcast coming on wednesday we got a fun one coming up i think that's it thank you again <laughs> Fuck the heat. All right. See you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.